0: Hey, it's a spooky conversation! Spooktacular! With Cheese and the tugboat! Right, Cheese? Wrong, tugboat. Oh, Oh, yeah, that's right. Cheese is gone, so we have recurring guest host, the GRP, with us tonight.
1: Good evening. Or
0: good morning. Who knows? Or good evening. Um, I listened to Spooktacular a little bit last night, their GRP. It was not good.
1: One of my, I guess the, um, the radio station where I work does the same thing. I I, don't work at a radio station, but in the town I work, uh, does the same thing. A coworker, uh, she had to, her kid, like they called kids or whatever. Yeah. And uh, her kid didn't get called, so she had to get her <laughs> husband to call the house, and uh, pretend that he won a goodie bag, so but, that he could go to sleep.
0: And then, and just then give the him radio a station bag? called
1: when he fell asleep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so he got two goodie bags, or they just ate his goodie bag.
1: <laughs> well, they just figured they they would they would pick up that they would just. Let him think that the first call was the call, and <laughs> he gets the goodie bag from the radio station.
0: What time did they put him to bed? Doesn't that show end fairly early?
1: Uh, they called at like, I don't know, like 8.30 or something. He's like 6. I don't know what time kids go to bed. Yeah, me
0: neither. I feel like 9 o'clock was, for the meat of my childhood, that was like
1: the bedtime, 9 o'clock. Yeah. I'd say like after 10, nine o'clock works. Like, after 10 years old.
0: Yeah, not 10 p.m., because that would be time travel,
1: which we've already discussed. Yes. (laughs) Uh, What are we discussing tonight,
0: or today? easy, GRP, just getting right into it. But, yeah, we are going to be discussing a very specific topic topic, that uh, we've planned on for some time, and that's going to be ghosts. Uh, Ghosts!
1: I just like doing that. It's we would have got away with this topic if it wasn't for you meddling kids.
0: Yeah. Oh, right. Because of the Scooby Doo thing. I never watched that show. Never never got around to it. No. It's, it's, it's over now. Just like I never got to play Zelda.
1: Oh, I messed yeah. up
0: there. I know. It's Probably. one of the many I shames. I never played it either. What? You didn't? You were in the prime age for that. I never had a Nintendo. Wow, so you suffered the same plight as myself. Mm Mm-hmm. Did your parents buy you a computer because they figured it was more educational?
1: No. My dad had an old Sega Genesis.
0: Did you play Sonic? Yeah. Sonic 2. Is that the one with Knuckles?
1: And Battletoads. Yeah, it is the one with Knuckles. I remember Battletoads. I'm pretty sure I played that on a Game Gear. And Senna Racing. Which is like Formula One racing.
0: Uh the racing games they just uh
1: And Mario sixty six. What? Like Mario Lemieux 66.
0: Oh, I thought you meant like
1: Mario and
0: some kind of sick crossover to Sega. (laughs) It's like Mario sixty four, but plus two. Yeah. His
1: name's Marion.
0: (laughs) Marion sixty (laughs) six.
1: He's Robin Hood's
0: Revenge
1: <laughs> He's a Spanish tarot type. He has a very thin mustache and like a Salvador Dali mustache. That's
0: what would his profession
1: developed. be? <laughs> um he's an <laughs>
0: electrician. <laughs> yes. Marian the Spanish electrician. <laughs> and his friend's name is Frog instead of toad. <laughs> You might be yeah. onto something here. Patent pending. Yeah.
1: Just Louis, his brother Louis.
0: <laughs> no, Luis.
1: He's Spanish. Luis. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fun. I like that. I have to go save Princess Nectarine
0: <laughs>
1: from Turtle Man.
0: <laughs> uh, what was Bowser?
1: I don't know. Dragon thing? Dragon turtle? Yeah.
0: Asian um okay so we're gonna talk about ghosts yes right. I should bring up my file of extensive research that I that I did here I'm we didn't really talk about it but I'm assuming we're gonna go for some kind of tit-for tat back and forth
1: uh yeah well I guess I guess where it all came up is I was complaining that um, there was just a serious serious lack of research done for conversation episodes almost an infuriating level <laughs> yeah uh, sounds about right to the point where you guys were trying to be topical and trying to but just just really didn't want to do the research to back up your topics
0: i think we dropped the real research after like the birthday one and then we started just the death one really got us into opinion based stuff but then we had this big list of topics that required research. and we We're like, "Ah, we'll just wing it. We'll, ju- we'll yeah. just wing it."
1: And then you just you would just assume things that it's common people knowledge. Familiar with the topic, yeah. knew weren't true, and you based your arguments off that.
0: Yeah, com- the common knowledge defense.
1: Yes. So, anyways, um, I guess the idea was uh, ghosts would be a good topic, with me taking the defense that ghosts don't exist
0: because obviously the tugboat is a strong believer in ghosts
1: Mm -hmm. as a master of science i guess we'll just go back and forth
0: yeah i don't i don't plan on addressing i I don't i'm not gonna it's not gonna be a count or a point counterpoint because i I don't plan on addressing your points hardly at all unless it's (laughs) convenient for me
1: as a true, as a, as a true ghost believer would.
0: Yeah, it's true. That This is how, uh, this is how the, uh, pseudoscientists work. No, my implausible theory is obviously more important than what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Science is just up for interpretation
1: anyways, right? <laughs> why, why, it's, it's a theory... What did yeah I... sure a theory well what's your theory different from my theory that ghosts exist
0: <laughs> uh, mine has um repeatable uh, evidence
1: <laughs> yeah empirical data <laughs>
0: mm, yeah but mine was on three websites so
1: yeah. yeah why is my show on the history channel then <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah ancient aliens man ancient aliens yeah Um, alright, well, since you're the guest host there, GRP, I'll let you kick it off.
1: Well, I don't know, um, I remember growing up, my sister was afraid of ghosts. She would Uh, be. Snakebite, um, as I guess is her nickname.
0: Well, I'll go with that. I was just gonna call her Sierra Sierra, but I like Snakebite better.
1: Ah, either way. Um... Yeah, she, she was afraid of ghosts, and I wasn't, like, a super brave kid or anything. I was afraid of the dark, didn't want to go upstairs by myself, stuff like that. But, uh, just, I, I kind of grew to not believe in ghosts because I never knew what was scary about ghosts. They, if they were, you know, the transparent, you know, couldn't touch you kind of, um, energy field that they're described as in some popular culture then how would that hurt you like why is that scary kind of thing if anything it's just annoying if you can hear them and see them they're just in your way of the TV makes it blurred like fuck move Casper you dick you're being a dick
0: yeah I mean he's a friendly ghost but we all agree that he's a bit of a dick yeah exactly so you you couldn't figure out why people were scared of them.
1: well, yeah, and I guess it was it was it was easy to not believe in them, which probably helped me not be afraid of them, but we're not talking about that. We're just talking about whether or not they exist, and I don't think they do.
0: but is your so your lack of fear leads to your lack of belief.
1: No, I think my lack of belief leads to my lack of fear. My lack of belief comes from scientific explanations. And just the fact that every ghost story you would hear is like, oh, back in 1750 or 1896, like one guy saw something and blah, blah, blah. And it's just, no one believed him but he went crazy anyways. It's like, well, that's not proof.
0: Yeah, but to do a counterpoint, like I said, I wouldn't. Um, wouldn't just the sheer number of independent people having a very similar experience, can't that be some kind of evidence, even though they don't really have any anything empirical or physical to hang on to? Just that common commonality of the same thing happening to them like the room going cold and seeing a dude walking down the stairs or a dark form on a balcony or something like that you know these ones that are like when houses get haunted or yeah. or what have you um but if like 55 different people see the the ghost of the you know the old courthouse doesn't that have some kind of isn't that some kind of proof
1: well, so my, my uh, not counterpoint to that would be, since we're not doing counterpoints, um, would be that something is going on in that courthouse uh, that gives the illusion or, or, or gives, um, provides some sort of atmosphere or experience that allows people to interpret it as a ghost. And there's a variety of things that could cause that. I don't know if you want me to list them or how that how we want to do this. In
0: alphabetical order.
1: Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one is uh, magnetic fields. Some magnetic fields can be – electromagnetic fields can be um, stronger in different areas, which would explain haunted um, locations. And uh, the body can kind of so, – mm-hmm. What's that?
0: I do find magnetic fields and those kind of things to be absolutely fascinating, but but carry on.
1: Yeah. So, like, um, if there's a particularly, say, this courthouse, we'll use this example, it has a wherever it's located, it has a strong magnetic field, electromagnetic field. This could be from like a factory next door, or equipment, or something like, a, or anything, like or even could just whatever be the where like, it's positioned on Earth
0: could be minerals in the bedrock, etc
1: Yeah, exactly. So it, electromagnetic fields can have, um, or at least some uh, studies suggest that they could have uh, an, a subconscious effect on people such that they they think there's a, uh, a presence or a perception of something in the room kind of thing. So that like that physical feeling while you're there uh, say you're alone it's dark you know you start your mind starts running away with yourself and then you you know you see something out of the corner of your eye and you think oh it's a ghost and then you start a rumor that it's haunted so then the next guy that gets this feeling and sees something out of the corner of your eye goes oh fuck it's that ghost that Johnny saw 30 years ago you know what i mean
0: yeah it's kind of flavor the the past and their previous knowledge flavors their experience a little bit
1: yeah and then and there's other like there's like infrasound which would be um sound below the capabilities of hearing so like under 20 hertz um that's been known to cause uh panic change of heart rate uh different things I have a story about that later mold some toxic molds can cause hallucinations carbon monoxide poisoning if it's not enough to kill you can cause hallucinations and then just kind of the the um, either someone else said it so if some if you say that place is haunted that place is haunted that place is haunted eventually people anything, any creak that they hear in that building, they're going to say, fuck, that's the ghost. Because this is haunted.
0: Like Cripple Creek?
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then, uh... DCR is haunted.
0: (laughs) Uh, That's common Um,
1: knowledge. And then then I guess the last point I have is that, which I, I think we could probably discuss in more detail later, is that people want to believe in an afterlife and ghosts kind of fit into that.
0: Yeah, and I think I've got so I've got a stinker for that one, but um I'm with you on that one. In fact, one of the quote unquote most compelling pieces of evidence for the existence of ghosts talks about just that kind of what you're alluding to is just that array of various reasons for for their appearance. So there's a lot of different scientists and and a lot of this research happened like You know in the 1800s and things like that it seems like we're kind of well i would say we're past it but then you watch all these shows like ghost hunters and stuff like that friggin rob lowe even has one but um there was a a chemist that suggested that you know and these guys were i think they weren't necessarily approaching it like you're suggesting where each individual situation could have its own cause they were trying to do like a blanket cause of what are ghosts? like all
1: ghosts are caused by one yeah thing. so
0: so one a chemist suggested that it was ball lightning. Someone else said that it has to do with the limits of human perception um, Somebody else said, yeah basically your low frequency hum of air conditioners people can't process that properly, so it causes them to hallucinate and see see ghosts or apparitions. And then it the way it spins that to be a compelling argument for ghosts is that it's basically trying to say, well, the scientific community is super divided on this, so that must mean that they can't prove that they don't exist, so therefore they do exist,
1: which well, is that's, not that's good broken log- logic to begin with.
0: Yeah. Like they're it really <clears throat> focuses on well, it's too hard to prove the non-existence of something, so, you know, it just exists because they can't prove it doesn't. Well, no. But it does have the, a,
1: well,
0: It, it has an interesting comparison of, with black holes, where, you know, that's not something repeatable in the lab, obviously. And there's there's mathematics and there's things to say, yes, black holes are real, this is why we think they're real. But it's one of those things, like ghosts, that you can't have that empirical... You can't see it and touch it. You don't get that
1: physical evidence. So Well, I, like that's, that's the kind of reasoning that makes people believe in ghosts, because there's oh, yeah. evidence of black holes. Just because you can't produce one in a lab or touch one or go through one, you can view space and you can view like the gravitational patterns of an area of space that they are circling around a super dense black area. That's absorbing light. Yeah. And, and until you can't say that black holes aren't observable, they are observable.
0: Well, that's this idiot from the UK seems to disagree, but I don't know when this (laughs) was written, but yeah, I was kind of under the assumption that, yeah, pretty sure we've got black holes figured out. Got, got that one down. That's a check. Um, Yeah so his like a plus lot all of, the
1: math that points towards
0: most of black holes <laughs> Yeah, most of his arguments or, or hers, probably his though um, are a little on the wonky side like that
1: so see the problem too is that when you say the scientific community is divided, like it's broken science to begin with if you're assuming that one that ball lightning is all ghost sightings or that, yeah. um, like dehumidifiers or whatever, air conditioners are all ghost like are all ghost sightings, where in re- in reality, like that's like saying bacon is the only cause of heart disease.
0: But for them, they're trying to prove the existence of ghosts, so they're trying to find one thing that could be the cause of all of it that would be easy to prove, so that they've they've done it. That's kind of where they're coming from, I think. Right, but, like, you would... Because your disproofs are on individual basis. So you're, you know, the courthouse is caused by an electromagnetic field. The old old lighthouse is caused by fumes from some hole in the ground. Like, you know, on the disproof side, you can knock down the so-called cases, whereas they're trying to find a blanket to say, this is why, and I mean... I don't want to get into one of my later points about Einstein proving the existence of ghosts with the theory of relativity, but if they're if, if it's something where they're from a different dimension, then that's a blanket theory that, you know, if proven, you could run with. And then the right. cases that you're talking about with the courthouse and the lighthouse are anomalies that aren't actually ghosts, but they are something akin to... Like, the experience is similar to what you would see when you do see a real ghost, which is actually someone from another dimension.
1: Right. Okay. I see what you're saying. I would, uh... Okay. Naturally. Okay, I guess I can't... I won't be proving that ghosts absolutely do not exist.
0: Nor will I prove that they do.
1: I'll just be proving... I'll just be arguing that essentially all ghost stories are explained by science uh up until this point (laughs) until right now until right now um i think it would be hilarious if the if i like saw a ghost like during (laughs) this conversation it's It's like ghosts are real grp
0: it's possible your house is kind of older
1: that would make conversations incredibly popular if there is some sort of convincing ghost recording during this episode
0: I'm not going to hold my breath
1: well it'd be popular for all the weirdos out there that believe in ghosts anyways Just like um, the booze the booze. <laughs> <laughs> he's a Habs fan he believes in anything heyo, hey-o. <laughs> fuck you booze <laughs>
0: uh, fun alright your turn. You go.
1: Um, so I, I wanted to, uh, this is one of my favorite explanations, is infrasound, as I mentioned before. So sound, generally sound under 20 hertz frequency, if it's not at a super high volume, uh, humans can't hear. Um, some animals can hear it. Elephants can hear it. Um, I'm sure dogs can because they can hear everything, including ghosts and uh especially uh, ghosts especially ghosts I think exclusively ghosts (laughs) your dog anyways yeah my dog doesn't listen to me so (laughs) Uh, I also have a ghost story regarding my dog so I'll mention that at some point as well
0: okay
1: uh so anyways there's this engineer named Vic Tandy who was working uh he's a medical equipment manufacturer and he was working in this lab that was a haunted room Within this facility, and as he was working, like he would feel depressed, he would feel uncomfortable. Uh, He'd often hear things and maybe see odd things, like out of the, you know, side of his vision, kind of thing. Um, But one day he was he was a fencer, like the sword fighting sport of fencing. Yeah. He may he may have also built fences. I don't know.
0: That's probably what he
1: actually was. He was a fencer, and he was working on his. uh, uh, foil? rapier or whatever you want to call it it's a foil Foil. and um, put it in a he put it in a vise and it started to uh, vibrate yep so he realized that a piece of equipment working uh, or it was a fan uh, was creating a 19 Hertz standing wave in another room like coming into that room which uh, cause these disorienting effects on the body and even further uh 19 hertz is very close to the resonant frequency which would be the um frequency that causes something to vibrate of uh the human eye so if his eye was vibrating that would cause him to see shadows and things that would could be perceived as a ghost so as soon as he turned this fan off like all the unease all the depression all that stuff the site everything disappeared so it was this fan that was causing this quote-unquote haunted room you want to know something spooky rather than a ghost i'm pretty sure, sure
0: i don't know if it was cheese somebody told me that exact story not long ago possibly
1: you but it wasn't me yeah i just heard about it the other day
0: yeah somebody just told me that like very recently there you go weird and spooky like a ghost um, cool. I actually had Vic Tandy down as an IT lecturer. Oh yeah. Yeah, and uh, I just mentioned the, alluded to the thing you were talking about with sound. It was referencing his, his story. Right. Crossover. Boom. Boom. Um, did you? You said you had a story about that? The, like a personal story about low frequency sound.
1: No. I had that story, the story about uh, Vic Dandy. Oh,
0: I was hoping that it was a personal story.
1: No, I can make one up.
0: There is, well, I can tell you about there's a town either in Arizona or New Mexico that has a strange hum like that, and after certain, I don't don't know what frequency it is, I forget, but after a certain number of, I don't know if it's months or weeks, everyone just gets depressed and eventually they have to leave town, they have to move away because that um. just it's non-stop it just ruins their lives
1: yeah and they're studying this with like um uh windmills and stuff like that to see if that's causing oh yeah um infrasound that's and... a hot button topic down here buddy i'm not saying it is.
0: No, i'm but pro that...
1: clean energy i find windmill uh naysayers to be kind of ridiculous
0: my naysay is they ruin beautiful scenery yeah,
1: but then they suck that doesn't like why like there's wind put them on you know out of sight there's lots of room where there's it's just the infrastructure of getting that power to a city center yeah then.
0: well they just gave out the chariots of contracts here all willy nilly to their buddies but that's a whole political ramshackle that I don't want to get into yeah So you did a little science there, uh, GRP, so I'm going to hit you back with a little more science. So I already mentioned Einstein's theory of relativity, pretty much without question somehow proving that ghosts are real. Um, (laughs) But there is another, a quantum physicist named Dr. Henry Stapp, who worked with Heisenberg, not the drug dealer, the actual physicist. Um, So Stapp's He had beliefs that dovetailed in with a Dr. Stuart Hameroff, which is an awesome name, um, and his friend Roger Penrose. And they suggested that a soul was just the quantum processing in our brains that actually provided consciousness to us. So it's, you know, precious quantum physics providing consciousness there. And that when we die, that quantum information... Is just exuded from the brain out of the skull into the atmosphere and this quote-unquote mental entity and it is in quotes could live on once your brain has died so that's kind of the idea of your soul or your ghost getting out into the world and then there's a pretty giant leap here but they suggest that these entities maybe can make their way back inside the physical world so getting inside Objects or people, which could lead to possession or making channeling of, you know, dead people pos- possible or somehow you know those kids that, can you know, double J there, Ronnie Rocks, he was talking about, his daughter talking about his dead grandmother or something like this a couple months back. Anyways, apparently they. Oh they, yeah, they,
1: someone who is who died before she was born. Kind yeah. Of thing.
0: Yeah, I think there's
1: movies about it, but,
0: you know, they start off, this this point starts off kind of almost legitimate, talking about scientific research and quantum physics, and then it just totally flames out and crashes and burns by going, well, he was just spitballing and didn't really have any evidence, but when quantum physicists spitball, you treat it with more respect. Like, that's the, (laughs) that's your whole argument? That's awful.
1: I, I, um. I read uh, something that was commenting on that, saying how uh, oh, I can't remember the scientist's name, but he was saying how the Large Hadron Collider in Europe um, has proven that ghosts don't exist. Uh, going with your quantum, your quantum physics theories, that um, uh, with all the measurements they're taking, colliding these particles, you would see evidence pointing towards that um if if you if not discover it or measure it you would see a hole somewhere that would suggest it you know what i mean yeah um such as a black hole you don't Mm -hmm. see a black hole it's void of light but you look at the surrounding area and and can come up with a hypothesis that that yeah there's something Absorbing whatever celestial bodies, and it's we'll call it a black hole, blah blah blah. Um, a sink, anyways. Here we go. Brian Cox is the guy's name. Let's see what it says here. Oh,
0: he came up in my
1: research as well. Oh man, it's like it's like we both use the internet.
0: <laughs> there's a I'll, I'll just tack this guy on so I can close the tab because it's a really stupid one, but there's a <laughs> Peter, Dr. Peter Fenwick, a respected neuropsychiatrist, really ended up kind of following those three. And, you know, is a respected neuropsychiatrist, so that makes it more legit. But he was really studying near-death experience, and his biggest focus was on cardiac arrest. And his theory, his kind of assumption is that the mind and the brain are two separate entities... And when you go into cardiac arrest, the brain stops working, but the mind doesn't. So his kind of thought is that, you know, what if this, what if these guys are right and your mind is that, you know, consciousness that can escape that mental entity that gets out and can be attached to other things. So yeah, it's, it gets back to the old soul argument for ghosts.
1: So, like, what it what is a ghost? Is a ghost um, some physical embodiment? Whether it, like some sort of translucent. Um, well, that's being? the thing.
0: These guys are talking about it like it's a sentient being, whereas most of the ghosts that you hear about in the stories is really just like an apparition that shows up, like a like an energy tied to something. And I have there's a theory in these garbage theories about that one also about some kind of residual energy. Oh, I think it's this stone theory one. This The stone tape talks about basically a, a residual haunting where it's, it's more of a recording of a traumatic event. So it's not something that you can interact with, which isn't true for all ghost stories, but these are the ones like at, you know, the old corner dead man's corner at the courthouse where you just see this kind of recording of a traumatic event that there was so much energy and whatever else it imprinted itself on the environment which that makes me feel not good to be arguing for that argument
1: (laughs) did you come across the argument of um they use the laws of thermodynamics that a human um would have their consciousness would be some sort of energy and since energy can't be created or destroyed then when you die that energy stays thus producing a ghost which is just a a a, a being of energy
0: well that the no none of these guys hit that on the head but they dance around that. Three or four of them dance around that idea and yeah. that that goes to some of the other th- more compelling theories that I've heard over my time is it's it is just a an energy that's trapped. Like they talk about psychic energy and that's where psychics get their whole ghost stuff from is that it's this form of energy that's trapped somewhere or hasn't escaped or gassed off. I don't know. But yeah, which which
1: but the way energy is also uh, chaotic in the sense that it it wants to dissipate.
0: Yeah.
1: It doesn't get destroyed. Yeah, but it doesn't stay as a ghost. It you know you that's that's like suggesting that your dinner will stay hot forever. God, that'd be awesome. Because it wants to. <laughs> yeah. It's The ghost of the. Like I said, I'm not pork in pork chop that you're eating.
0: I, I find that one to be interesting, but I'm not in love
1: with it. <laughs> yeah. I can uh, see why. Yeah. I can see why you guys avoid doing research, and because then you just try and go back and find what you read like two weeks ago, and there's a lot of dead air of. Oh. oh hold on. I I read oh I I read something about that. Hold on. Let no, me look GRP.
0: Up. We're usually better than that. We usually write it out in point form on
1: a word file that we have on a screen oh okay. yeah that's usually I, better, I didn't do better that I opened cared. a couple tabs on my phone
0: that's fine you're, you're just I'm, a I'm guest host you're, you're learning <laughs> <laughs> um, I got one while you're looking up your research here's one for your side and one that uh, has come into my understanding recently so people always Making talk
1: it awfully easy for me
0: well I mean I'm trying to be a good host But, uh, people are like, there are so many pictures of ghosts out there, so that means they have to be real. There's so many photos. Okay, let's be real here. Um, there are so many things that could cause, you know, these kind of apparitions or disturbances and things in these photos. First and foremost, in my mind, and I have no evidence to support this, of course, but in the days of film, you know, you would get a little bit as they were processing the film. You would get kind of that overlay effect, where you get a little bit of sticking, so you get a partial image that gets stuck to the film below it. I don't know how films processed. I'm not going to lie to you, but th- <laughs> this is how this is how I, it was understood for me is that you know you're when you're handling the film, if it touches, you can get a little bit of a kind of that part of that image gets copied onto your image. So I've seen a lot in my short amount of research where there's like a cemetery or a set of stairs. Also, who would just be taking a picture of a set of stairs? What kind of lunatic is doing that? But um, And then you see like this shape or this, you know, ghostly figure in the background. Yeah, that could have just been like Uncle Steve from another photo that just got accidentally copied and pasted partially into yours. So there's that. Then there's Look at falls. this ghost.
1: He's chugging a beer off his shirt off. Yeah. <laughs> Looks just like Uncle Steve. What a cool ghost. Uncle Steve's
0: like, uh, where was that taken? I'm going to hang out with that ghost.
1: Um, Uncle Steve accidentally died like <laughs> chugging that beer from alcohol poisoning. So it's like, oh, man. Oh, that would be so crazy. I think we took this picture after that. So why would Uncle Steve be in it?
0: You want to know a fun one that I ha- I don't know the uh, conclusion to? There was uh, on the London radio station that I listen to occasionally, th- leading up to Halloween, I'm sure it was a hoax of some kind, but they had this photo that somebody sent in anonymously, and they were like, oh, you think you know your story's spooky? Check this out. And it was um, a baby in a crib or something, and then there was like this grandmother figure kind of blurry beside it and the grandmother had died like like 40 years ago or some nonsense and uh they so it was texted to them so then they phoned the number and it was like this weird muffled audio like <coughs> stuff like that so oh we're gonna have our producer analyze enhance that for us he's gonna slow it down and play it backwards and then it was like it said like something I forget what it said. Something creepy, but like intelligible. It's like okay, that's that's stupid. And then the co-host got a Facebook message from a girl he went to high school with, and she was like, "That's my grandmother, and that's my baby. I've never shown that picture to anyone. I only told a few people about it. How did you get a copy of that picture?" So then they phoned that number again, it was some other creepy thing. Like, they dragged it out for three or four days, to their credit. It was <laughs> it was compelling, but I didn't listen in yesterday to find out what the conclusion was, so... I'm just, <laughs> I'm just gonna assume hoax.
1: And that's the problem, too, is that the, um... There, there's profitability to... Uh, these ghost stories or whatever and haunting haunted areas whether it's financial or just you know you don't want someone to fucking break into your lighthouse yeah when it's unoccupied um, but it's uh so they they hoaxes are prominent
0: yeah like the amaranth haunting was you know there was something happened but then this reporter, a amateur reporter showed up. This was in Nova Scotia, and I'm getting all the details wrong. If you want to hear the real story, listen to uh, things you missed in history class. They do a great job on it. But um, basically, this girl had a series of unfortunate events, and things were going wrong. Things just lit on fire. And this guy came in, this alleged reporter, and wrote this super embellished story about it. And then, you know, people think after, like, yeah, that girl was just an arsonist who was, like, covering her crimes by being like, oh, it was a ghost that lit it. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> it wasn't me. It was the, the ghost. The ghost can
1: control fire?
0: So, yeah, there's lots of stuff like that to throw blame on things or... And he, of course, the reporter, I think he wrote a book, too, and got rich off of that. Or made money, anyways. So, and- Yeah
1: and that's kind of that's like where i started off in saying how all this stuff happened you know happened way back in the day uh either either everything has come from like one grand assumption like this article or uh the first sighting by you know john jacob jingleheimer schmidt back in 1850 Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah and it's all based off of that and and to get to go to add to your photography point all the images where you see you know uh like a half image that looks like a ghost are hundred year old photos and now you don't see any half images you see these weird orbs or these like light uh like um circles or something and it's like well that's a fucking hair on the lens or that's yeah. a piece of dust like
0: somehow the uh with digital photography, the you know, you don't get those sweet apparitions anymore of like a half yeah. person. It's, it's totally different. And like you say, it could be, there could be explanations if yeah. ghosts weren't real.
1: <laughs> if,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, but to your point about uh, John Jingleheimer there.
1: Uh, John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt.
0: Oh, my mistake. So, one of the points on on this for ghosts is their persistence through human culture. So, from the beginning of time, there has been ideas of ghosts and restless dead spirits and demons and souls. and A lot of it's tied to religion and things like that, um, faith-based stuff. But even before organized religion was a thing with the quote-unquote pagans or quote-unquote savages there's still references of ghosts and spirits etc so that but it, that means they're real but that's like like macbeth
1: going back before all these scientific explanations of course there's going to be like like i don't think human society could explain it so the explanation they came to was ghosts or, you know, the dead relatives or whatever. Yeah, maybe. And I or... mean, you know, and if that comes up saying, oh, that that, well, that happened in ancient Egypt and then it happened in ancient Greece and it happened in China as well and they were never linked together. And it's the same argument that like, oh, you know, the Aztecs, the Egyptians and the Chinese all uh, built the same pyramids. Mm-hmm. like
0: aliens built they those never, pyramids They'll they never dumb.
1: well they never met each other how would they build why would they build the same shape it's like cuz that's the best way to stack rocks yeah and have it not fall down
0: and then people are like eventually
1: humans are going to figure that out
0: but they all line up with celestial bodies yeah cuz they're all looking at the same sky yeah but they did have an uncanny similar understanding of the cosmos at around the same time in history. Like, they all just kind of got there at the same time. I find that interesting. I'm not saying there's
1: anything there. I just find that quite compelling. Well, that's just arguing that evolution works at the same rate.
0: Yeah, which is, is possible, which I also find interesting. So, for that yeah. that piece, I just find that that's kind of neat. Neato, gang!
1: Neato. Um, you want to hear about... Uh... Carbon monoxide poisoning causing
0: ghosts. <laughs> that was one of the uh, they talked about that in one of these pages where it said, "Yeah, in case you think you just inhaled too much carbon monoxide."
1: But yes, I do want to hear about it. Did you read about the H family? No. So does, uh, does
0: H stand for what I think it stands for? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't
1: think so. It was in nineteen twenty-one, so no. <laughs> Um, but anyway so this H family <laughs> no relation to the H's that we may know or are married into <laughs> um, uh, so they uh, began experiencing some weird phenomena where in this uh, house that they lived in uh, they'd hear furniture move strange voices in the night uh, feeling the presence of invisible uh, specters and um At times felt like they're being held down in bed or felt weak and and uh and more other things so terrifying of course uh it's definitely a ghost that's you know it's haunting this house no question yeah so it turns out that they uh they had a faulty furnace that was filling their house with carbon monoxide (laughs) causing uh oral and visual hallucinations (laughs) As soon as the furnace was fixed, uh, everything went back to normal, and there was no more <laughs> hauntings or ghostly encounters.
0: Uh, that's just that's just that's
1: just fun. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> like terrified, and then like, hey, it's uh, time to get a new furnace, and then you get a new furnace, and you're like, huh, guess that oh. furnace was haunted. Actually, <laughs> that's probably what it actually was. The furnace was haunted. Got rid of that. Problem solved.
1: We have to make sure we sleep upstairs because if we sleep in the basement next to the furnace, we tend to die. <laughs> yeah,
0: because we're it's too close haunted. to the ghost. You're just proven proving my story for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um,
1: speaking of, uh, I guess uh, furnace potential furnace hauntings. Um, I'll tell you the ghost story regarding our dog. Uh, oh yes so uh, uh have you heard this Has probably not shared with you you'll hate it uh, Some of. Um, a... so anyways uh a number of times uh either we've been home my wife and i or, or just my wife's been home and she's uh she hears our dog barking in the basement and it's like, a, like a, it, it's like a play bark. You know how dogs have a play bark.
0: Sure. No. We'll so be, it's like yeah.
1: that. It's kind of repetitive, and she, she can hear him rummaging around and um, and barking and playing and all this kind of. And and she's down there by herself. And like, what the hell is she doing? And then, so uh, my wife would go down and look, and would eventually peer into the room. And the dog would just be standing perfectly still, staring at her, as if, uh, say, she was playing with a ghost. And uh, but then when my wife appeared, you know, scared the ghost away, and and my dog's just like, oh, well, I'm not gonna play anymore, because you're here. Wow. Kind of thing. So then, so then my wife suggests that there's some sort of ghost dog in the basement, and I said, yeah, or it's a you know like a, like a little kid that's a ghost. You dick. <laughs> he was playing with the dog, and she hated that as a Yes! <laughs> but now, uh...
0: Ghost kids are the most terrifying!
1: I know. But now, uh, reading into ghosts a little bit over the last couple of days, maybe our furnace is just slowly filling our house with carbon monoxide. <laughs> I not Our dog gets affected when it goes in the basement.
0: Uh, I think your dog is just quote-unquote affected, period. (laughs)
1: That could also be true. Um,
0: but side note, you should never have told me that story, because I am going to get some mileage out of that. (laughs) There's going to be...
1: With the H family.
0: With the H family, there's going to be talk of a murdered child in that basement for years (laughs) to come. (laughs) Oh... So there's I do have these are gonna be my two strong I'll I'll save this one as my quote unquote trump card even though they're all garbage, but um here's a fun one. Here's here's an actual almost evidence. Um this is just a near swing and a miss. So the headline is Hauntings affect house prices. And you're thinking, Well that's dumb. But yeah in America, which is a real place, there was okay. there was a there's a real tangible effect on property value where in America a real a realtor was actually found liable by the courts for having sold a house to someone and not told them about it being haunted. That that went through and that realtor got in trouble for that. Um there was another there is a, a 1991 property misdescriptions act in the uk that creates a general duty to avoid making false or misleading statements for re- real estate agents so if you don't talk about a ghost living in your house and you sell that house you get in trouble so the government has in a roundabout way basically admitted that ghosts are real if it's not confirmed it's very heavily implied
1: it sounds like the blind leaving the blind but i can see where the implication comes from
0: but and and side note on that a fun side note is uh long as it's fun nicolas cage shelled out a few million dollars for a mansion in New Orleans, that was purportedly the most haunted building in New Orleans. So he paid millions of dollars just to own that. So it, and there's there's a lot of different, uh, there's a lot of evidence about old buildings, etc. that are kind of worthless that people pay through the nose for because they're reported to be haunted and they want to like get in on that somehow, which... Feel personally, I'm going the other direction. I will pay you zero dollars and not live in a garbage
1: haunted house. Well, my argument for that is that you have a worthless piece of property, so you start a rumor that there's a whole bunch of ghost sightings uh, to make it more valuable. Say, Oh, you know what? This is the most haunted house in all of New Orleans.
0: But what lunatic is valuing that? I think that is.
1: Uh D it sounds like.
0: Yeah, well you proved my point on lunatic.
1: No. But But I, that's the thing, why like why would that that comes back to the um profitability.
0: Yeah, um, why does why does it drive it up? Why would people up, want up to perpetuating live perpetuating it? Why would they want to live in a haunted house though?
1: Because they know that there's kooks out there. I don't know.
0: Yeah, that makes no sense to me. If I think we found something that's unexplainable that's it. probably
1: because there's more money to be made how much like you know, like say nicholas cage paid ten dollars for this house or ten million dollars for this house right um but then but now he's opened it up to the public that you could take tours of the most haunted house in new orleans and new orleans has a history of being a haunted city
0: oh yeah it
1: is terrifying there so this is the most haunted house and if you're going to New Orleans to do a haunted walk or, to do, or, you, or you want to do something fun like that, you're not going to go to the second most haunted house. You're going to go to the most haunted house. Which in is,
0: the second most is probably the house from the movie The Skeleton
1: Key that I watched on Sunday. Probably. Terrifying. And you know what? Yeah, it costs ten bucks to get in. Gets a million visitors a year. That's already the ten million bucks you paid. You know what? You can pay a hundred bucks and you can stay the night in this house gross so right my, there he's making millions of dollars a year
0: why i don't understand is you'll recall when we went to edinburgh and all of you morons went on that haunted walk and, and that I was s- not
1: a cheap walk
0: no and i stayed home and watched the devil wears prada with my aunt i guess aunt, so we'll call the other one a real aunt even though technically she's not but old haggis um (laughs) i stayed in and watched the devil wears prada for free and had a fright-free evening whereas you idiots went and got your pants scared off and paid through the nose
1: for it but part of that the thing like me i did go on that walk correct i don't like scary movies i don't believe in ghosts but I did get to see parts of Edinburgh that I would not have seen as a regular tourist. We went to the underground parts, and there's and and the, those are real parts where people, where criminals lived, where the poor lived, where so you were in lived. it for the historical and horrific factor. things happened because it was the underground.
0: Yeah,
1: it was literally underground. It, the people lived in the sewers, essentially. Um, and and that you know can perpetuate the 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 hauntingness of it or the the ghost uh, population that must be there from the terrible things and murders and death from disease and all the stuff that happened there and I mean at the end we went to a graveyard and we went into this little tomb thing and a guy popped out and scared us and oh yeah, that was funny, yeah,
0: real and, uh, real laugh riot, yeah, with piss running down your leg. <laughs>
1: It was yeah, That was it. Was a good scare at the end. I was not expecting that. People yeah. like my wife said, like I knew someone was gonna jump out. I did not know someone was gonna jump
0: out. That was uh, like the Dove commercial where they wrap the Dove up in a wrap and then they use it. And then one girl's
1: like, Dove, I knew it. Bullshit! You did not know it. You Liar. This is a dove soap commercial where they wrap a dove up or something?
0: No, it's, like, deodorant, and they wrap the bottle up so you don't know it's dove, and then you spray it on some,
1: I don't know. Oh, it's not a real dove that's wrapped up? No,
0: it's the the brand name,
1: not the, you know, bird species. Right. I thought it was, like, it was, like, a deodorant container that had a dove in it, and they're like, I knew there was a real dove in there.
0: (laughs) That's how they make it so soft.
1: It's dove dove, shit. That's how dove works. (laughs) macerated doves
0: (laughs) no they're live they're just smaller versions (laughs) Uh, but Uh, for your fear thing that that dovetails into my last point um, that collectively as humans we have this like weird type of need or I don't know those scary things tapped into some primal core fear within us that we like and getting in touch with our our core and primal self is something that humans, it's, you know, it's kind of human nature type of thing to be a little bit scared or to try and I don't. know, You get all the adrenaline and the other. Cheese would know more about it, the brain stuff that happens when you get scared and the reactions, etc. But yeah, there's use and then to your point of the unexplained you know just like well I don't understand that it must be ghosts Um, apparently I wanted to get this in here because we're getting close to an hour so we gotta cut cut it off soon but um, in history humans have invented monsters to explain things that they were scared of so and I'm just gonna say the thing the monster and then (laughs) what it was that people were trying to explain away so Dracula syphilis (laughs) Franken- <laughs> Frankenstein's monster. Science overtaking religion. Zombies, consumerism, the conservative right. Pretty much anything, because they're <laughs> terrifying. But yeah, that's I found that to be fun, whimsical in a article that was otherwise stupid and pseudoscience.
1: <laughs> that is that's pretty good. uh I didn't realize a lot of those actually I don't, I don't think i knew any of them um but essentially the brain i don't cheese might say this is total bullshit and i'm just making it up but i think it's true as yeah, so you think ghosts are true um i know they are so uh <laughs> the the brain the brain's lazy and and especially if you're scared you just you jump to the quickest explanation and if you see a figure or or you feel a presence you're not going to be like oh that's infrasound or that's an, that's probably an electromagnetic wave that I'm sub- subconsciously feeling or, or there's some my... toxic mold that's causing a hallucination you're going to think no that's like you know what that kind of looks like my grandma that died or that kind of looks like a Victorian woman uh, that's a ghost you know what i mean
0: but how come when i see her in my dreams I'm terrified. I don't know. Um, or oh, that's a ghost. It's not my oh g-
1: ghost. Ex- ghost exists in your dreams, Chase. Uh, I'm not arguing in the dream. Aw, uh,
0: damn it! <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a ghost. That's not my. I mean, my... <laughs> I mean, talk,
1: Oh, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> don't
0: worry, Cheese does it all the time. But uh, that's that's just my backpack. That's precariously balanced on a speaker that slowly fell over during the night and landed on my face no that's a ghost
1: that's just that poster i kept above my bed in university that constantly fell on me (laughs) while i was sleeping why
0: would you keep it or not secure it better
1: eventually you secure it better and then you get like a a week or two passes and you get lulled into a sense of security and then it Or the and it ghost, as it falls and the ghost just let face. it
0: down gently on your face because it wanted you to pay attention to that poster.
1: Exactly. What was
0: the poster of?
1: I don't know, like a Formula One car or something.
0: God, that is so sad.
1: Throwback back to Center Racing.
0: Yeah, it just really affected you that Center Racing.
1: Full, full circle. <laughs> New
0: sponsor of the podcast Center Racing on Sega Santa Genesis. Racing.
1: Senator, I think it was number two, actually. Oh wow! Archie and Senna, (laughs) one of the greats.
0: Well, we're at an hour GRP, so this is gonna last for your commute to work and partially the way home. Terrible. I know. We actually we have been trying to keep them at forty minutes, just for you.
1: Can I just have one last word for this ghost argument? Of course. Ray Crandall. Oh,
0: you son of a
1: bitch. <laughs> ah, I think we talked... Happy a-
0: Halloween, tugboat! It's actually Ray Cranston, dickhead, and uh, I'm pretty Dick sure line. not Ray Crandall, but I, <laughs> I think we talked about him on one of our earlier Halloween episodes that you should go through all the back episodes and find out where it is. <laughs> yeah, oh.
1: I think it was around the 40 to... <laughs> it's... 65
0: range <laughs> I think it's somewhere in October 2015 possibly 14
1: <laughs> good luck <laughs> most likely November <laughs> yeah uh, alright well
0: that was a good conversation GRP
1: yep. so, I enjoyed it and I enjoyed the research yeah you would
0: as usual <laughs> we'll awkwardly close off mid-sentence